Blog Talk Radio. the Pet Psychic Radio Show on blogtalkradio.com. I'm Laura Stinchfield, the Pet Psychic, and I can hear animals telepathically who are living now as well as those who have crossed over. I dedicate this show to teaching you and your animals how to understand each other better. I tried to get the theme song going, but it um, wouldn't play, so that's why we got off to a little slow start there. Uh, All of you, you can log on to my website at www.thepetpsychic.com for all things animal communication. And for those of you who don't know, I also talk to your higher selves, deceased people, babies, people in a coma, or anyone who can't speak for themselves. So I can always help there. During the show, I watch the Facebook page, and our Facebook page is facebook.com slash petpsychicradio. You can find today's post and put your animal's photo there, uh, and also your question in the comments section, and uh, I can look at the pictures of the animals of who we're talking to, and and all our listeners can also go to that, that page and look at the animal's pictures, too. It's kind of fun to kind of see exactly who we're talking to. Um, I can talk to the animals without a picture, but I always love to to see who they are. Um, also, after the show, I always post the radio show on my website on the blog page, and that's kind of nice there too. Um, so if you ever want to listen to a previous episode, you can go onto my website to the blog page, and you'll see their categories radio. Uh, you can also go onto the blog talk page and and find them there as well. So if you're calling in today, you want to call 917-889-2693. Again, that's 917-889-2693. And you can join others in the chat room. I won't be able to man the chat room today because it's hard for me to multitask, talking to the animals, watching the switchboard, and watching the Facebook page. I normally does that. And she is in Japan this week, so uh, we're all going to be missing her today. But go ahead, the chat room is open, and and feel free to chat about what's going on in the show uh, there. And thank you for all the fans that are our regulars in there. Uh, We've got Deanna on the phone line. She's going to be on the phone line for the next half an hour, sort of uh, getting people lined up for the show and talking to everybody. We don't get to everybody during the show. We get a lot of callers. So uh, I'm going to try and get to as many as I can. So let's try and keep it brief, like one question per animal. I like to do these sort of speed ones where I kind of watch my time and see how many we can get to. And I think that's a good idea to do today. Um, So be really clear on what you want to ask your animal. Uh, Also, which helps me is if you can tell your animal that I'm going to be talking to them and also ask them the question before they come on air. That way they're sort of ready for me. Um, Otherwise, I kind of have to get them, tell them who I am. But many of the animals are listening to the show. I can't tell you how many emails I get about the animals hearing my voice. And they start walking into the room um, and listening to the show, even if they're, it's a podcast or if it's live. I think those are really neat that the animals are kind of listening out there, too. So know that your animals, even if they're in another room, they're listening to the show, too. And so, okay, let's take some calls. We're going to go right into it. 
And my first caller is Lauren and Chance. And Chance's picture is on the Facebook page, which is Pet Psychic Radio, if you want to check out what Chance looks like. Okay, Lauren, you're on the air. Hi, Laura. How are you? I'm doing great. It's good to hear from you again. Yeah, I know. Since we didn't get to chance, I thought maybe I would try and call in today. So I'm so glad I got in. Good. Do you want to tell anybody about our session? Like how, because you were a little bit skeptic before, right? I I really was. Um, you talked to my two horses, and um, one of them is a new horse, and he, you know, he has been having some trouble just kind of, um, I think he, he was a little bit aggressive and um but anyway you just hit on so many things that were so they just I it was just no doubt in my mind that it was really real like you actually were able to talk to them and um I got a lot of insight to how to help Ivan the new horse and and also that my horse Marley is really looking out for me so yeah and and we're, and we're working on getting Ivan some help right now so yeah and Lauren's got mustangs everybody so yeah. She rescued them, which is really cool. Okay, so let's get Chance. And Chance is, um, he is a yellow lab, right, who's deceased. Yeah, and he died about two years ago. At 17, which is really neat. It's old for a lab. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that stormy? you got two more years. And, What's um, that? Oh, I was telling my dog he's got two more years. Oh, Okay. <laughs> I always tell him he has to live like long when there's an old guy. I always, I always used to tell Chance that he had to live forever. And unfortunately, he yeah. didn't. But right, that's what I tell Stormy too. I'm like, you have to live forever. You can never leave me. But you can just go whenever you want. You know, I understand. But you can't leave. You got to stay forever. I know. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. And so we want to just check in with him and tell him that you miss him and that he was your special dog and hmm. and anything else. Um, well, I've kind of listened to some of your other stuff and know that you talk about reincarnation and it would be great to know if he was ever coming back. Yeah. Okay. Let's get him. Okay, Chance. He says he's with you all the time. He says he sleeps really close to you. He says he snuggles as close as he can get. And I know you really miss me. I haven't really left you. He says he knows that the whole idea of the new horse of Ivan is hard for you because it's um, it, the bonding is hard. But he says he wants you to know you're doing a good job. And he says he's right there. Like, I picture him, like, right next to your leg. (laughs) And he doesn't want you to ever be scared. He says that also there's a nice um, older woman with him Uh, on the other side. She looks very (laughs) thin. Do you know who that is? Yeah, my grandmother actually just passed away. And my mom is on the line as well. I don't know if she's made it through, but she's got her dog. Like she just oh. passed away a little, little bit ago, so I I bet that's her. Oh, which what's what's her dog's name? I'll keep an eye out. My dog. Um, her her dog's name is Gracie. Oh, okay. 
Oh, he says, you know what else? So Grandma wants me to tell you. She's so proud of you. And lift up your chin. Because you're doing a good job in life. I see her almost like touching your chin and sort of lifting your chin up. He says that your grandma is telling you that you're a strong woman and that it runs in the family. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. Chance, honey, did you hear what mom wanted to know? Do you think you're going to come back to her? Do you think you'll ever be in mom's life again in, in body? He says, sure, he's really has thought about it. He says, right now he's not planning on coming back right away because there are other things that need to happen. He says that on the other side, he's helping you to fit pieces together. Like, they almost look like puzzle pieces he's helping you to fit together. He says, once he gets that all sort of, once you get that all together, then he'll come back. Which is interesting. It's like, I know you're pretty, you're stable in your life, but there, there's something about like all these sort of pieces coming together where, you're, where you and your family are feeling totally solid. And then, huh. then he's going to come back. But the interesting okay. thing about reincarnation is that it's so complex that some, there, it's possible to me that there's a part of him that might be already on the way back, but he doesn't know it yet. Because that okay. happened to one of my dogs. She didn't know. She told me, like, where I would find her and everything, but she didn't know that she had been born already. So uh, um, so we just don't know. It's complex. But that he is coming back. But he says it's going to be a little while. Okay. So... But know that he is coming back. Like my friend told me, she called me the other day, and she was like, 16 years ago you told me that my Jack Russell <laughs> child was going to come back to me as a black and white spotted dog. And guess who I'm holding? A black and white spotted dog. <laughs> so, I mean, it can be like a long time. It's like we never think it's quick enough. But, yeah. but it's cool when they say they make it back and not all of them do. But the other thing, Lauren, is to really know is that he's part of his job on the other side is to watch over you and to help things connect. Okay. Yeah, yeah he was always just my shadow, like, when he was here. He'd, I mean, if I even just walked into the other room, like, he was always right next to me, never, ever left my side. Oh, so that's what he's he still doing. my old shadow. <laughs> he's still doing, yeah. So know that he's still there, like, energetically, he's still there. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Lauren. Well, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Okay, you guys be well. Okay, you too. Bye. Okay. Now we are going to go to Katie with Angel. You're on the air. Yes, hi. Hi there. Hey. So, um, my question is, my cat's getting older now, and okay. she is having some body pain. She's limping on the left front leg. Left front. And so she, can you she, tell me, what does your kitty look like first? Oh, okay. She's she's on the Facebook page. It's under Andrew Moore. She's a solid black cat. Oh, yeah, I saw her. She's gorgeous. This picture is phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Such a great photo. 
Um, she's beautiful. So, um, so she's limping on the front right, and uh, front um, front left. Oh, sorry, front left. And you want to know how? She, go ahead. And I want to know how she feels. I'm trying to decide if I take her to the regular vet or the chiropractor, because she was also when she was laying on her side, the hind leg that was up, she would jerk it. But she's not doing that so much anymore. I'm sorry? Uh, the hind leg on the same side she would jerk? Well, whichever leg was on the top side would jerk. You know, it oh, reminded me of maybe some nerve pain. I understand. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, so let's talk to her. Though I, w- I should say I never want to convince anyone out of taking their animal to the vet because, right. um, you know, that's always the best. But um, but most body pains, like for me, if I saw one of my animals limping and I couldn't talk to them, my first one would be the chiropractor. But let's, okay. let's, let's talk to Angel and see what she has to say. Angel, you're so beautiful. I can't even stand it. She's like this jet black and she has the most beautiful um, yellow eyes. Angel, honey, how are you feeling? She says that um, that you're that my mom is right, and the side of my face is numb. And she says she feels a little bit like her teeth hurt, and I have a bad taste in my mouth too. She says sometimes she feels like she's not breathing the best. She says sometimes she gets a little bit more tired. Do you notice that, like her breathing at all? I haven't noticed the breathing, but I do know she's not running as much as she used to. Mm. Angel, honey, did you hurt yourself? What do you think? Do you want to go to somebody who's going to fix your body? Like like manipulate your body or do you feel like it's something inside of you that's bothering you? Like I feel like I'm just totally off. She says sometimes she feels a little bit like her eye is hurting her too. And you know what? It actually, when I said the, I think I said the right side of her face is numb, right? Did I say the right? It actually is the left. When I'm looking at her picture, it's the right side that I'm looking at, but it's actually her left. So, like, that can be a couple of different things. So, she could be out of alignment, and she could, that could give numbing on the face. It could also could affect the eye like that. So, I definitely think there is something going on with her where she could use a chiropractor, and that could also give her, like, if she's really jammed in her neck or in her head, it could give her that sensation of that her teeth feel weird. Though I do think it's not a bad idea to check out her teeth because if she has a tooth infection, that could bother her eye, too. Do you know how okay. her teeth are? Um, I took her in about a year ago because... The gums were bleeding just a little bit when she was chewing on a piece of paper. And the vet didn't seem to think she needed anything done there, but, 
you know, I sus- always suspected that she needs a teeth cleaning or something. Mm. Well, it's interesting you didn't, so does she normally chew on paper? Yeah, she likes to shred paper. Oh, she shreds paper, like she's playing. She's not, like, seeking out paper and chewing it. No, um, she likes to chew it up into little pieces. Mm, because she, one she's of the always things, done that. Because one of the interesting things about it is, like, when you have acid reflux or when the animals have acid reflux, they oftentimes go to, like, paper and tissues and they'll chew on those things. So you'll see, like, a lot of dogs will be grabbing things out of the garbage. And sometimes cats will be, like, sucking on cloth or they'll be eating paper or so she did say that she has a funny taste in her mouth, too. So okay. I'm wondering if she has, like, an acid reflux. And so that I would just check her food, that she's getting a little bit, I wouldn't call her older, but she's middle-aged. So I would make sure she's on a grain-free diet. Okay, she is. She has been for um, four years now. Good, good. Yeah, so it might just be that she's out of alignment, so I'd do the chiropractor first. Ooh, but she's saying something okay. else. What else do you want to say, honey? She said she likes it when you do something to her spine. I don't know if you're, like, pressing on her spine or kneading down her spine. Do you know what you're, she's talking about? Yeah, um, um, a sort of kneading down the spine. Yeah, she likes it when you do that. Okay. And she also wants to tell you you're the most beautiful lady she's ever seen. <laughs> and also that you're best friends. I think that's a good idea, Angel. She said that she thinks that you should take pictures of her and put it on a card. And I think, I think that's a good idea. Maybe you can make like little Christmas cards or something with her picture. Or thank you cards. Tell her I'll do that. Mom is going to do that. I think that's a great card. I'd be wowed if I got your got your picture in the mail. She says she thinks she's really special. I think you're special too, Angel. How cute is that? (laughs) She's not shy about saying it either. Well, I tell her she is all the time. So. Oh, you. Okay, I I will, and I really appreciate this. Oh, you're welcome, Katie, and I'll bet that chiropractic will help a lot. Okay, thank you. Bye, Katie. Bye-bye. Okay, now we are going to Kim with Gracie. You are on the air. Hi there. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. So, are you um were you Lauren's mom or are you Lauren's mom? Yes. I yeah. am and she told me the whole story about Marley and it's just amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, did you hear your mom came in with chance? I know. I that doesn't surprise me one single bit. Cuz no, she's such an animal lover. Yeah, and I didn't say it to Lauren, but um typically when people come in on the other side, like when the animals mention somebody on the other side, it's for it's a message. 
Um, not mm-hmm. just that the animal has like somebody who's taking care of them or that they're with somebody, but it's also that person saying, oh, look it, they're talking to a psychic. I'm going to make sure that I get in. So it's right. just as much as a message from your mom to let you know that she's okay and that she's doing well on the other side. That's great. I had no doubt. Yeah, good. Okay, so what's going on with Gracie? So my mom had three dogs, and we had promised my mom that we would take her dogs because she rescued all three of them. And um, so my one of my sisters is taking two of them, and we are taking Gracie. So we've adopted Gracie. And um, I just, you can tell they miss her terribly because it's been so recent. And I just want to know the best way that I can help Gracie in this transition. Okay. And Gracie, is she a little poodle? What is she? She's a Bichon. Oh, she's a Bichon. Oh, so cute. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's going to be a country girl. She's moving to Colorado with us. (laughs) Oh, she is? How fun. Yes. Is that coming up soon? So has she not moved yet? No, I'm actually still at my mom's house taking care of things. And so she'll, when when I go back, my husband's actually driving up and then we'll drive back together. And so we'll take her with us because I didn't want to have to take her on an airplane or anything. So that's what she has to know. She's going to leave her siblings and she's going to go with Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. And who are the two? The other two dogs have already left with my sister. Oh, they already left. Okay. Okay, Gracie, are you listening? I know my mom died. And it was really hard. I felt like she needed to go. But I felt like it was Mm -hmm. hard for her to let go. Right. She was so worried. But you said she's playing with chance. And that kind of feels more like my mom. She says sometimes she sees your mom walking around and she's wearing high heels. (laughs) And her cheeks are all rosy. And I kind of feel like she's healthier even though she's dead. Yeah, that can be a weird feeling, huh, Gracie? But that's what happens when you go to heaven. You know what I want to say about Colorado? (laughs) She wants to know if it involves that ice that sticks in your paws. Yes. Right? (laughs) Yep. Yep. Yes, Gracie, but not all year round, only in the wintertime when there's snow on the ground. Not all year round. I better wear a jacket. (laughs) And not the ones that roll really, like, suffocating my neck. So what she's saying is she doesn't like sweaters that are really tight around her neck. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel at home. This mom is sort of my mom now. That's right, honey. Is there anything that you want or need when you go, when you travel or when you get there? She says she wants your mom's bathrobe. Is that possible? Bathrobe. It would be um, something I will check. Night, you know? 
Yeah. She said that big sweatshirt is fine too. Do you know what that is? Um, no. I mean, there's. I think there's several things because I was going to take one of her. She had like blankets and little quilts and and stuff yeah. like that. So I was going to make sure to take something with us. I think you should take one of those too. But then there's a clothing item. It looks like to me it reminds me of a bathrobe, but it definitely has an opening. It closes. You know. Okay. Uh huh. Okay, great. I will look for that. When she's looking, you be around so you can tell her if it's thing or not. (laughs) And also, I like the soft food. (laughs) Yes, she does. (laughs) And she says, Mom doesn't mind about giving her chicken and turkey. (laughs) Is that true? Did your mom used to feed her that? My mom would give her everything. Yeah. All three of her dogs were overweight. Oh, so she's saying, you know, it's okay. Yeah. So the way I feel about that is if it's good for you, it's good for her and everything in moderation. Mm-hmm. So right. it would be nice if you could continue that a little bit for her. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Gracie. Well, you safe travels. <laughs> you seem like you're pretty stable. I mean, she seems pretty good. She does, yeah, she does seem pretty good, and it seems like she's she's definitely bonding to me. So, because when I leave, then she worries about, you know, it's, it's um, my mom's companion who's here in the house still says that she, you know, is looking for me or whining. So she's definitely attaching to me. So, oh, so yeah. that's a good sign. Yeah. I know I'm going with you. But if if she leaves you just for a little while, Gracie, you know you can just hang hang around, okay? And she's going to come back. She's not going to leave for Colorado without you, right? So don't worry about that. So you just hang out with the companion. She says the companion sometimes feels uncomfortable in the house. Yeah. Mm. Well, it's all going to get worked out soon, honey. When do you leave? Uh, a couple weeks. Oh, a couple more weeks. Yep. Well, Kim, you got to call us back when you get in Colorado, and we'll talk to her again. I will definitely. I will. And we have we have uh, we have other dogs at home, so I would love to even talk to you about them because we we've rescued dogs too. So oh, great. <laughs> it does run in the family. <laughs> yeah. Good. I yeah. love you. Well, okay, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, King. Safe, safe travels. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. <laughs> okay, now we're going to Erica with Mo and Sam. Hi, Erica. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well, thanks. So, oh, there they are. I see them. Yeah, you've talked to Sam before. I called in early a few months ago. They both had ear issues, um, and they're both fine now. But my, my question today was just um, I'm moving in with my boyfriend in a few weeks and uh, into a house, and he has two dogs that are Border Collie Australian Shepherd mixes. And they're going to be living upstairs, and my cats will be downstairs, but eventually we'd like to mix them. Um, 
And my cats haven't dealt with dogs before, and mm. Sam tends to get nervous. So um, I just want to let them know that, you know, what's going to happen and that they're going to be safe. And Okay, so on the picture, just be clear, clarify with me, which is which? Is Sam on the left and Mo on the right, or is it the other way around? It's the other way around. Mo's on the left. Okay, Mo's on the left. Okay. So, um, so, um, and so one of the things that you guys can do, whether you, when you first move in or now, is you can start like start like switching things. So you could have them each lying on a towel or a blanket or bedding, and then switch the houses so that the animals get used to each other's scents. And, oh, okay. Uh, you can even do that, like, when they're in separate separate rooms um, or separate levels of the house. You can start doing that as well. Um, but let's let's tell them what's going on. So have they met them at all? Have they seen them? They haven't. They No, they haven't. And Josh actually has two cats as well, but they're going to be staying with his mom. Um, and so I brought things over from his house before, but they smell so much like the cats that Sam gets really upset. <laughs> and starts getting mad at Mo because of the new smell. So I just like I haven't I haven't mixed things like that yet. Oh wow. You probably and so when you move in together, are you moving into his home or are you move, taking your stuff and you're moving into a whole different home? Uh, a different home. A new home. Oh that's good. So then you're gonna have some of his stuff and some of your stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's get them. Did you guys hear? You're going to move in with Josh, which is so super cool. Mo says he's a little concerned. Uh, Mo is a little bit concerned that you and Josh may not be happy. Oh. She shouldn't be concerned about that. <laughs> No, you don't need to be concerned about that. This is a big decision for Mama. She's making a good decision for herself. She says she's a little. She feels like you're going to be a little bit worried about the way things work out. I think she's more worried about you guys mixing with the dogs because there's going to be two dogs in the house. And they're going to be on a different level. You guys are going to be downstairs, and the dogs are going to be upstairs. All right? And then you're... Mo says she doesn't want to do it. I'm not sure it's going to work out. Listen, you guys just do your licking and your yawning and your blinking of your eyes and everything's going to be fine. Hey, with those dogs, are they cat? They're cat friendly because they've lived with cats before, right? Yeah, yeah. They, I just, they haven't um, met black cats. I don't know, and I don't know how dogs see fur and like if they'll think my cats are not cats and try to get no, them. I think that's cats. kind of one of my things. No, they'll know they're cats. They'll just know they're different than the cats that they lived with, but they don't, like, pester the cats that they normally live with, right? No, they just try to herd them sometimes. Oh. (laughs) Because they're a little bit, like, if the cats are kind of bickering with each other, the dogs will sometimes get involved and then make things work. Oh, well, that's okay. And so, but, and so, uh, what happens if a cat swipes at the dogs? Do the dogs retreat? Yeah. Okay, good. Usually, yeah. 
you know, if you feel like you're they're too strong, you just swipe at the dogs or hiss at them, and they'll retreat. All right, but you're going to do it really slowly. The integration. What about you, yeah. Sam? What do you think about that? Sam feels like it's going to be fine if you're watching. Okay. If she watches really close. <laughs> I don't want to be left alone with them. Not until we nope. know that everyone's predictable, all right? And then if it doesn't work out, can we just live downstairs? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to work out. You guys are going to be just fine. I know it. Okay? You just expand your horizons and make new friends. It'll be really, really <laughs> cool. And I hey. wish we could have the other stuff there, but I'm just worried about even, you know, too many oh. new things happening at once. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's um, I think that that's something that you could definitely work towards. I mean, even if you work towards it now, maybe you should do the cats in the upstairs with the dogs and then your cats downstairs. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you have to, like, totally split the family. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't right. know if the cats. The other cats have to go away, like. Yeah. We just, you know, we each have kind of an alpha cat, and so we were just nervous about them getting into it more. Right. But if you think about, if you think about, like, you wanting to integrate them into the future, I would integrate them all at the same time. And then, and then, I mean, some people might disagree with me on that, but I, I don't know. I don't like splitting the family if you don't need to. Yeah, I know. I just don't know if it's enough room for six pets and us. <laughs> you should see my house and some of my listeners' houses. You probably would. I said, you have an upstairs and a downstairs. I think it would be okay. <laughs> I know. Well, you know. <laughs> we like our space, too. <laughs> I know. So, okay, you guys, I want you guys to lick and yawn and blink your eyes. I think the most important thing, Erica, is to talk to them once they, once the dogs, once they've had some interaction so we can talk about what's going on during the interaction that can make them feel better. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So when we know more about how the dogs are acting with them and how they are acting with the dogs. But, you guys, okay. it's important to know that you're going to be put with the dogs and everything's going to be okay, and Mom will watch you all, okay? And you just lick and yawn and blink your eyes and hiss or swat at them if they get too close. That's okay, <laughs> but not in the eye. I'm surprised Mo's more nervous about it. She's usually, well, she seems like she wouldn't be as much as Sam, but... But maybe also because it's like a major life change. It's not like just a day. Right, right. Mm. That's true. Yeah. Well, call us back, Erica, okay, and let us know. Okay. Yeah, okay. thanks. You too. Okay, great. Bye, you guys. <laughs> Bye. Sure. Yeah, we need to wait until I've had some interaction. But I think it's important for all of you out there, it's like when something new is going to happen, it's good that Erica called in so we can just sort of warn them and tell them what's up and so – they're, they understand that that door is not going to just open right away, that it's going to be a slow sort of um, meeting. 
So it's always good to let the animals know what's what's going to happen. Okay, so who do we have next here? Laurentia and Dart looks like they're next. Hi, Laura. Hi, hi there. <laughs> you have spoken with us before. Dart is our adventuresome alpha rescue barn cat. Oh, neat. And uh, he remind wants- me what remind me what Dart looks like. Dart is an orange tabby. He's got no neck, and he's got stubby legs and a stubby tail, and he's just absolutely irresistible, and yet he is an aggressive cat, and um, he keeps getting into fights. Now, we have a whole barn full of rescue cats. We have nine at the moment, and he's the alpha, and he comes home from wherever he is, and he has injuries. And right now, he has a, a really nasty gash in his forehead. It's got to be as as long as my as my middle fingernail. It looks like it's a, even as long as half an inch, and it's very infected. I've, I've, he's on medicine now, but this is an ongoing problem with him. So I'd like it if. Um, if you would ask him, please, if this is something he really has to do, or can he please learn to calm down and, and stay out of fights? So now, but he has a gash on his forehead. Yes, he, he gets gashes, bites, everything. So somebody also is fighting with him. Oh, yes. So do you know, with any of the other cats, does anyone else have wounds? Nobody has wounds like Dart does, um, and he's very aggressive. He, he, um, so, and as the alpha, I see him follow the other cats and then pound on them from behind, you know, as we're heading to the barn to feed everybody. Um, he'll sneak up on them and, and pounce on them, and, and uh, there is one cat, uh, we got him about a year and a half ago, he sort of roamed onto our our. our farm here and um he was our 10th rescue so we named him roman numeral 10 because he just kind of roamed in and he and roman seemed to not be seeing eye to eye okay what does he look again like again did you say dart is orange tabby no, 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 roman I asked is... dart. what's the other one roman roman he is mostly black okay okay all right, Dart, I have his picture up, too, and I totally remember him. <laughs> He's so cute. He is Dart, irresistible. Dart, honey, what's going on with your fighting? You have to be more peaceful. Sometimes I think I'm strong. Mom says I pounce on the other cats. And there's something about lift off and land that is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) You should be like playing football or something. Oh, dear. Dart, honey, I think maybe you're going to have to do that in another way. Like maybe you could climb trees or something. You know, like get your athleticism somewhere else. It's not healthy. And everyone's going to go get fed, right? Mom feeds everybody. Mm-hmm. And you're getting gashes. You're getting injuries. And you got one that's infected. It's really not healthy. And some of the cats might have diseases, right? And so if you get 
scratched, you leave yourself open to getting a disease. It's really, really important that you try and control your behavior and you blink your eyes and you lick and you yawn and you stretch. And listen to this. The alpha cat rarely ever fights, right? Like Roman, right? He rarely ever fights. He just only fights if he has to. So you're kind of like picking fights where you don't need to be picking them. Okay, can you try and figure out something else to do with yourself? Like, I want to see if you could stop yourself. Like, when you feel like you're going to go after another kitty, if you could maybe, like, lick and yawn and blink your eyes and then maybe, like, go after a bug or go after a stone or, or go climb a tree or go run around in circles or something. Maybe you could do something else instead. He says maybe he could live on the other side of the house and everybody could leave him alone. Do you know what he's talking about? We have a porch on three sides of our house. And he tends to stay on the south side of the porch because uh, it's in the sun. Oh. Is that where you're saying you want to stay there? Well, you could, right? And he, does he get in less trouble over there? <laughs> no. He, trouble finds him. He finds trouble. Oh, honey, you're getting in trouble everywhere. You need, you really, really need to stretch more and try a different behavior. And this is the thing about changing one's behavior, okay? This is really important that you listen to this. And all the animals out there that are doing something naughty can listen to this too. Whenever you feel like you're going to do something naughty, right, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that lady said this is naughty or this has this feeling of being naughty, you want to lick and yawn and blink your eyes. You want to do your calming signal. And then it's going to feel really weird. There's just going to be this empty space and time. And you're going to be like, what do I do with this? And it's just going to feel so strange. And when it feels so strange, you got to learn how to feel comfortable with that strange feeling. Because then you're going to try something else. And then you're going to try something new, like walking away going and playing with something else. And even that is going to feel strange. There's going to be a part of you that says, this is what they want me to do. But then there's going to be another part of you that's going to try and talk yourself into doing that other thing that you know you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> and when you hear that voice talking to you, telling you you should do that, you have to ignore it and say, I'm going to try and do something new. And just kind of see how you feel. Because I have a feeling, Dart, you might find yourself happier if you don't attack so many cats. I really believe that. Well, I'm really happy now. <laughs> I've got a great life. You don't understand I'm really powerful in my body. He says he can do flips really easily from like side to side. I bet you can, Dart, but it's mean to do it on someone else's body because somebody else's body might not be as athletic as yours. Somebody else's body might be more fragile or sick or old or somebody's temperament might be shyer. And so you can really traumatize them. Okay? It's not fair to do that to someone else's body. I got to tell you something else. Maybe I could play that fishing hook thing. Oh no! It looks like um no, it looks like a cat toy that you're dangling over him. Huh? 
Have you ever played that? No. I got worried for a second because once he was gone for a month and he told you that he had been gone on vacation with the neighbors who had who had, had gone fishing, and I was worried that that's what he was thinking of going and doing. Oh, uh, maybe that is what he's thinking about doing then. Because sometimes hope- I'll sort of put what I'm thinking in my head, like fishing hook, and I'll think, oh, he must be thinking of a toy. But really what he's talking about is going with the fishing people. Oh, so, dear. Sorry, honey. So we don't want you to go on vacation, honey. We don't want you to go on vacation. Your mom loves you. Yes. <laughs> oh, so funny. Just says, I'll, then I'll leave. If I can't be like this, I'll leave. Oh, dear. No, nobody. No. We want you to stay home and, like, just sort of find a new way. We don't want to just change your temperament altogether. We just want you to be gentler to other kitties. You can do it. You can do it, buddy. He says, you seem so sure, but I'm not so sure. You know what's so interesting about that is, like, I think about sometimes when I'm explaining to animals, like, how to change. Like, I think about, like, my life or, like, other people's lives about how, you know, what we have to do to change and how uncomfortable it feels. Mm-hmm. It's like he is having a really hard time imagining, like, what would that feel like to be that kind of cat that you're talking about? Like, like I, it, it just, it feels so foreign to him. It's like, so maybe what you could do is find some really, like, some of your cats that are really athletic and say, like, look at how they walk away, but they're still really athletic. So he sort of has a model to sort of look at and say, like, oh, okay, like, look at what they're doing. Do you know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, I, yeah, I do. Um, and then you can even say, like, to the other cats who are doing that, like, we want, not that we want Dart to actually change and be those cats, but you could say to those cats, so Dart needs sort of help. Like, when you are being athletic or when you're doing a behavior, can you just send him that image? Or, like, if you're seeing yourself getting out of conflict or you've got intense anxiety and you need to, like, like get rid of it what do you do can you teach dart that because that's sort of what dart what's going on with dart he has all this energy sort of built up in him and he's like what do i do with it and that's just what he knows that would explain a lot like the four infections he's given me (laughs) from biting and yeah and fighting that's that would be good and, you know, I'm always a big fan of chiropractic, too, because it's possible that he has something going. I mean, even though he's, like, super athletic, like he says, but it's possible, like, something's cramped in his body and it's always been like that. And if mm-hmm. you release it a little bit, then he can, might be just more comfortable. How do you feel in your body, Dart? I'm strong. <laughs> Dart, honey, don't attack your mom either. It's mean, honey. It's mean. <gasps> All right? He wants to know how to be number one cat. All right, honey, the way you be number one cat is you're nice to everyone unless someone's out of order, right? And so somebody's attacking you. That's the way it goes. That's how every number one cat is. You're nice to everyone until they're they're, like, not being nice to you. So it's really important, right? Can you try and think about that a little bit? You know what I'm going to say to my mom? Maybe she should let a bunch of mice out on the deck. 
<laughs> Dirt, you could always go find some yourself. Yeah, go find some yourself. Honey, but then you get better eat them. If you find them, you have to eat them, all right? If you hunt them, you have to eat them. That's the deal, or give them to someone else to eat. He says, I hear you. Listen, Dart, I really want you to think about that. You're welcome. And hopefully, you know, sometimes it takes a little while. Like, I'll learn something, and I'll think, like, oh, okay, maybe I need to try this different in, like, the way I deal with something in my life. And then, like, you might not really fully get it when you're, like, first hear it, but then you process it later on. And so that's what we hope for Dart, is that that you process this later, Dart, and you really start to live happier because you're going to feel better. But I believe you are super strong. I think that is so cool how strong you are. You just have to use it in a different way. He says he'll think, but he's not promising. I'll help you, Dart. Mom's going to help you. Mom's really good at that. She talks all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. It's so cute. I love him. I absolutely love him. You better call back. I want to hear more about him. (laughs) You probably will hear from him. (laughs) Thank you, Laura. Thank you much. All right. You guys be well. Bye-bye. I love that cat. I almost want to adopt him for my own. So funny, he's going to go hang out with the fishermen. Um, okay, I'm watching the time, and I think we have time for one more. And who is it? It is Linda with Hawk. You guys are on the air. Hi, how are you, Laura, doing? I'm doing great. How are you okay. doing? We're doing terrific. You saw Hockney oh several years ago and really helped us out with um, an issue we had with him on his limping to help identify the location. And I must say it was really unbelievable. It, it, it was fantastic. He now is 12 and a half, and he has a uh, thymoma, this lump in his chest, and he's panting, but we don't know if the panting is because of the lump or if he has pain someplace else on his body. And is it like a mm-hmm. is it a fatty tumor the lump? No, it's um it's it's benign, but uh, because he's twelve and a half, we're not going to do surgery. Take it out. And right. um, and his but when he's like right now, he's just sleeping here on the floor with me, and he's not panting. But our walks have become meandering, and he's not as active as he used to be. And, you know, he's old, he's 12 and a half, and he could have some arthritis and whatnot, but I'm trying to see what we can do if this panting um, is from pain or if it's from the pressure in his chest. And yeah. And know he, how to move is he forward. Panting, is he panting only during the walk or is he panting all the time? During movement. When, mm-hmm. when he's resting, he's fine, but when he's walking around the house, he might start a little bit. Oh. And he's got a partially torn little ACL, but it's not real bad. And, you know, he's old. He's, yeah, he's getting yeah. up here in, in years. And he just started to form, oh, the poor guy, these little tumors in his mouth, these little lumps. In so, his mouth? Yeah, they're called um, a pulis or epulis or something. Oh, my gosh. Do you mind me asking what food is he on? Oh, he's he's on a raw diet, no grains. Oh. 
No, Where do you guys that. live? Do you live local? I live in Los Angeles, yeah. We came up and saw you about two or three years ago. Yeah. There's Dr. Han. He works on people. Mm-hmm. He's a Chinese herbalist, but he could make those go away. I've seen him make unbelievable things go away in the mouth. Is he in L.A. or in the Valley? Or where He's is in he? Santa Barbara. He's in Santa Barbara. Oh, up by you. Oh, okay. Yeah, he I'll wears them. People come from all over the world. Yeah, Dr. Han. All right, okay. I'll look him up but, in Santa Barbara. Yeah, but even like a holistic veterinarian might be able to find things too, but I think that's a job for Dr. Han. Right, um, okay, definitely. Okay, but let's get him and see how he's doing. Okay, he's right here. Talk. I'm panting because of pain. He says, it's not my chest, really, although that's irritating. He says, what's irritating about the lump in his chest is that it feels like it's stretching. Like, around the borders, it feels like it's stretching. Okay, so it's growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't like that feeling. I don't know if it's growing or if it's just, like, the way his skin... Um. I think it's, he says, but what's pain is my back and my ankles and my hocks. His hocks, do you know where his hocks are? There's yeah, the, so that's that's the slightly torn ACL he has. Yeah, and so his wrists are hurting, too, in the front because of it. He, he has he, arthritis on one leg. Not really badly, mm-hmm. but, but he is stiff. Okay. Yeah. So do you have him on any painkillers? We have him on Medicam. Mm. And um, the next would be Tramadel, but that really knocks him out during the day. So that's why you know I was what wondering. I would, I would mm-hmm. try that Canapet. I don't know if you've heard me talk about it before. I have. I was just yeah. looking into that. My friends are using that. Yeah, I would use it. It's like it's helped. You know, Stormy, he's old, my guy, he's 15 and he's old, and he sort of has something very similar, and it definitely has decreased his pain level a lot. That's really good to know. He'll still sort of hurt a little bit when he walks. I mean, he hurts a lot when he walks, but but it's not like that, that, like, makes you, like, pant really hard pain. Okay. And how is his mouth with these new little lumps? Yeah, how do you feel in your mouth? I'm curious about that, too. He says, it doesn't bother me until food bumps against it. Hmm. Uh, I just feel, I feel like he's still out of balance somewhere in his body, and you can fix that. I mean, I'm not a vet, but I've seen mm-hmm. it happen so much that, like, older dogs get these really weird sort of things. And, like, most vets are like, oh, they're old, and that's just what happens. But, like, I've seen it with my own animals and enough clients' animals that that it doesn't that aging doesn't have to be this like decline of lots of things coming up that they can just like decline physically but like still be in balance mhm so if that makes any sense so i do kind of feel like that could be taken care of whether you find like a holistic veterinarian or you go to dr han mhm um well that that Dr. would be my next yeah 
Yeah, Dr. Rachel Jones is down in L.A., too. She's a good friend of mine, and she's a holistic vet. You might want to look her up, too. Okay, I'll write that down. Dr. Rachel okay. Jones, yeah. All right. Does okay. he have any special friends that he still wants to see, I mean, and play with more than others? Because I know because of the pain, he can't do a lot of things. Yeah, playing. let me ask him real quick, and then i got to go because we got to do go. Stormy Words of Wisdom. Where do you, okay. Any friends that you want to see? He says that there's a dark chocolate-looking dog. Do you know who that is? Oh, Max? Yeah, I want to see him. He's a chocolate lab, and then there's a black lab next door. It's a chocolate lab. It is. Okay, that's interesting. Okay. (laughs) Terrific. (laughs) Out of all the friends he has, that's a very interesting choice. Well, I mean, he might be saying, what happens is that they know that you know the ones they really want to see. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? So, like, mm-hmm. like, if he has, like, a best friend, obviously he wants to see that dog. So that's another dog he wants to see. Do you know what I mean? That you sure. meet things that you can't figure out yourself. Sure. Okay, okay. terrific. So I, I oh, Laura, to... thank you so much. I will look up those two people. And okay. you've really helped us identify, you know, the pain, not really his chest, but back in his, his hips and back. That That's a yeah, big help. Chris, yeah, keep me posted. All right. Take care. Thank you again. Love your okay. show. Bye, Hawk. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, now we are on to Stormy's Words of Wisdom. Who's sleeping? Stormy, buddy. Buddy? Come on. Bye, honey. I had one of those moments where Stormy, where he sleeps so deep, I think he's like, oh, my gosh, is he still here? For a second, I was like, oh, my God, please tell me that Stormy didn't go during the psychic radio. But he's here. Thank goodness. I can catch a breath. Okay. Tell me, honey, where's the wisdom? He says, why do you always think I'm going to die? Because you're old, honey. And, you know, I've, it's my dream that you die in your sleep. So when I'm shaking you and I keep shaking you, still sleeping, I don't know what to do. He says he wants to tell everyone that he loves you all. That he's excited that everyone is listening and to share the show. Well, that's good. Any words of wisdom for everyone? Oh, he says to take your own advice when you're dealing with your animals. So he's saying, like, if you're giving advice to people, to take that same advice um, and use it with your animals. And he says, tell everyone I'm fine and I'm not dying. Thank goodness. Stormy's actually been doing really well lately. So, um, okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. Um, Come and join us next week and log on to my website, which is thepetpsychic.com, and order a private session and spread the word and check out my blog. And thanks to you all for listening. Talk to the animals.